0: It's a podcast All right Welcome back Funky Soul Podcast Probably number two That you're hearing Drew Lormond Joining me today
1: How's it going? Doing very, very well. It's good yeah. to hang out with you. Yeah, it's been like a, a minute. Yeah. A
0: couple uh, of minutes. You like, just got back from, what, Colorado?
1: Yeah. Uh, went out to Colorado for like 11 days, give or take a day or two. I don't know. Was, uh, went out there for some music and um, had a blast. It was fun.
0: Seeing Widespread Panic?
1: Yeah, I went out there for uh, Widespread and then saw the countryside. The country byways. <laughs> He's got a dog in his lap. Yes, yeah, uh, For anybody listening. <laughs> a little sausage I like to call Layla. She's sweet.
0: <laughs> so, Festival Expressions is no more, for the time being at least. Drew yeah. Lormond was an asset to the band for most of the time that we were a band. So uh, I thought it'd be nice to have you just kind of explain to everyone what it is that you did over the years and, you know, maybe how we met and that we can go ahead and get to uh,
1: who you are and what you're doing now and all that. Well, um, I guess I started... Officially doing work with y'all. Y'all asked me to do a concert poster for, I believe it was a Zydeco show. Uh, maybe August 6th, if I remember correctly. <laughs> wow, it was a long time ago. Uh, anyways.
0: Was that like the first year that we were playing? Or yeah,
1: it was uh, shortly after Allison's birthday party. that We all did the um, Zeppelin medley oh, for okay. the first time. Yeah. Uh, that's where y'all caught my eye. I had seen y'all previously at uh, Cafe Forenza a couple of times, um, and then continued Cafe Forenza, Cafe
0: Forenza, yeah. yeah,
1: Sunday night festival expressions and the family of friends.
0: Yeah, he booked us for the entire year, every other Sunday after the after With our the, very the, first
1: game. The, uh Spanish DJ.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. This is crazy, but yeah, I um, saw y'all a few times and I knew y'all were all really young and I don't know y'all had magic about you that I was captivated by. I'd never seen from such a young group of guys, especially you know, not knowing each other that well at that time. Yeah, um, I'd known Josh previously is how I came in contact with y'all. He used to come play drums over at uh, mine and Thomas's house a few years ago.
0: Oh, okay. I always forget that you used to live yeah. with Thomas
1: Thomas Spear. Thomas Spear, for, yeah. Um, that's how I met Josh. We played some music together and then found out that he had put a band together, and I came and saw y'all. I didn't know what to think as individuals. I just saw y'all as like an entity on a yeah. stage, didn't know anything about anybody but Josh and didn't know that much about Josh, but... Uh, Anyways, I was taken by it and um, started doing a couple of concert posters here and there for y'all, um, and I guess y'all were taken by the art, so I, y'all asked me to do more and more, and ended up asking me to become you know, part of the group. Yeah. As, uh,
0: I was a big... I don't want to say proponent, like I was responsible, but I was definitely in favor of that for sure. I really liked the, the idea of having like an in-house, you know, artist and business friend, mm-hmm. you know, the the sixth man or whatever they call it in basketball.
1: Yeah, it was uh. It was interesting. I got a lot of insight from it, and not only got to know y'all as individuals, but the music I know as you know. Inside it out, just like the people playing it, you know. Yeah. I would say I knew it more than some of y'all at times. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I was uh, a critic, but a loving critic at that. Uh, I loved it. It was amazing. So,
0: yeah, and for the last, I guess, like four years, four and a half years since, I mean, he's done. So many show posters, which you have, if think, not every one, most of them.
1: I think I ended up with about 52, maybe 54.
0: God, yeah.
1: I think that 54 is right on the number, actually. Okay. Show posters I did for y'all. And then, you know, live paintings as well at the shows. Yeah. So that was another kind of a role with me. It was um, trying to embrace that. Atmosphere of the show By putting it into a canvas And um, Capturing that as well The music Fades with the radio But the The night stays Alive Yeah So <laughs> I don't know It's A very cool job <laughs> Not really job More of a Passion
0: Yeah it was There's definitely wasn't a whole lot of Money involved At, at times But yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of fun while it lasted, at least. I Met a lot of people. Yeah. that was. That. That's the hardest part about thinking about it. Coming yeah. to an end for me is just like all the people that were there. So I'm excited to see what happens next and get reconnected with everybody.
1: Yeah, it's, they say um, your windshield's bigger than your rearview mirror for a reason. <laughs>
0: so. I like that. I've never heard that.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. And keep your eyes on the road, kind of thing. So, what's the road? What's the road to look forward to now?
0: Well, speaking of, what's the road look like for you? If uh, I was telling you earlier, you know, if, if someone asked you, like, Drew Lormand, who are you? What do you do for a living? Uh, how, how do you respond to that? Artists, you know?
1: No, uh, I respond to that. I guess depending on the phrasing of it and how it's asked, I would more than likely say I work with my hands or do manual labor because that's what I do. I mean, you can call it art. Um, sometimes I think it's the furthest thing from art, mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's just me being a critic of myself sometimes. But you know, um, I definitely work with my hands in whatever if if it's art or music or you know, art is music, but. Um, yeah, definitely hands-on kind of guy. So whatever I can do to to use my hands, that's what I try to do. So, yeah, painting, um, music, woodwork, whatever. Um, I, I would say, going back to that question, I work with my hands. Yeah. Before I would label myself as an artist.
0: Yeah. That's definitely a, It's a good way to put it, but, yeah, there's a... A lot to what you do for sure. A lot of carpentry, oil painting, all kinds of. I mean, you've done what, like steel sculpture and uh, like a metal little work. Bit, a little bit of metal work. Yeah, I've
1: done some furniture with metal, but not leather. Yeah, some leather. Uh,
0: made like belt buckles and <laughs> just whatever all I could. Over the place, whatever yeah. I could
1: turn into a piece of merchandise. For yeah for y'all's band. But you've done... <laughs> I mean, you
0: painted the Bearded Lady on the Good People beard, didn't you? Uh,
1: I did the original uh, Bearded Lady. It's not what you see on a can or the okay. T-shirt. Um, you have to go to the the boss man's office to see it oh, <laughs> at this okay. point. Or There might be some posters around town as relics, but uh, no, it ended up... It was... Too much work for the screen printing company to transfer because it wasn't oil painting, not necessarily a screen print or a digital print. Yeah. And the translation from oil paint to a can was not feasible, so they uh, kind of revised it and went their own way with it. But um, you know, in the future, there's possibility of doing a if they ever start bottling to do a bottle label with it, a printed label. You okay. Know. But um, yeah, so.
0: But yeah, I mean, you've done what murals of Auburn Stadium. And
1: mm-hmm. I've got a few murals around town, uh, some in residential homes, and then uh, most of them are in commercial places. I've got some in restaurants and um, different establishments around Birmingham, mainly just based in Birmingham though. Okay. So. Got so. into the. Kind of got into everything by a buddy of mine <laughs> wanted a beer chalkboard done, <laughs> at his restaurant, and he knew that I, you know, messed around with a pencil in high school and stuff. And I uh, went, and did a chalkboard, and it ended up, you know, one thing led to another.
0: So beer? What do you mean a beer chalkboard? Yeah, you
1: know, like you you go into a restaurant and they they got their beer list on a chalkboard. Yeah. Oh, whoever was doing it prior—it oh, okay. was sloppy handwriting, yeah. and you know they wanted okay. something more aesthetic. So I understand. He was that. like, I'll, "I'll give you a free pizza and a beer if you come write my beers on this chalkboard." So I did, and then okay, somebody saw it. And
0: knowing you, I thought you meant you like made the actual.
1: <laughs> I have done that. I, I actually, later on, ended up doing that for their sister restaurant. Wow, made them like ten chalkboards for all their menus. Oh, that's awesome. But yeah, I try to, you know, keep. I I lose, you know. I wouldn't say that I'm ADD. I don't lose attention. Yeah. But I feel like not. I've never mastered anything, so I can't say that I'm a master. But in jack of many trades, I don't know it's you know here or there. But when I get um, a grasp on something, I guess I'm I'm more of an impressionist with whatever I do. Right. If I can get the idea across without paying attention to the whole uh, detail of things, yeah, not in like, not everything in life, obviously, because right. there's some <laughs> things that require detail, you know, <laughs> yeah. like. But as far as like, if I'm visually gonna create something, I try to get the point across. Right. So once I touch on something enough to where I can mess with it, I feel like it's time to learn not set it down but set it aside yeah for something else because i might learn a lesson from one thing and then go back and i've got the lesson that i needed yeah to finish something else so yeah um it's even like with music like once i realized that a guitar and a mandolin were set up the same it was like well okay let's try this out you know so i started playing mandolin and from playing mandolin, I've become a better guitar player. Yeah, because there's more technique involved and It's a much tinier in- instrument as far as. You're. You got to be. A, yeah. Pay more attention to the details because you got yeah, a, exactly. a big wide fret on a guitar, and the frets, you know, it's like half uh, the size on a mandolin. It's so
0: it's like with songwriting too. I mean, yeah. having you know having some ideas on the back burner for a while and then. Kind of learning some lessons about how to better write a song, and then being able to come back to it and realize, like, oh, if I just if I just do this, it's ready to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So what's uh, w- what are you currently working on? That uh, I know you just finished this. Currently, I'm working Allison on being Wonderland. a better man.
1: <laughs> you know, this is a daily struggle.
0: I'm on a diet.
1: <laughs> uh. <laughs> I, I strictly eat kelp. Yeah. No. Uh, I actually ate red beans and rice today, and it was delicious.
0: Can we just had some chipotle. That was and, awesome. Oh, yeah, and a burrito. A yeah. burrito
1: is my jam. Anything that you can do away with a fork and a plate yeah. and just wrap it up and... Yeah. A fork or in a plate, then yeah. I'm all about it. Yeah, you it throw just, anything it came in a burrito just a, and it's
0: a, a bag that, and just a ball of aluminum foil. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. I had three tacos.
1: I, I make aluminum foil origami afterwards. You know, I make little <laughs> swans out of aluminum yeah. foil. It's always been a pastime of mine. You can, you know, ask ask my girlfriend. She knows I eat burritos enough. Yeah, and uh, sometimes she probably can't stand the amount of burritos that I eat, but. I always try to make her something out of it, you know. I'll make a hummingbird and I'll stick it in the end of my straw, so it looks like it's, you know, (laughs) feeding the petal. Yeah. uh, Geraldine and the honeybee—that's a good song. I don't know why that made me think of it, but you should listen to that sometime. Okay. What is it? (laughs) Geraldine and the honeybee. Geraldine. I cannot remember who wrote it, but it's basically about a a bumblebee and a honeysuckle vine and their relationship. Yeah. So the, on the hummingbird and the straw made me think about that relationship yeah, feeding the pollen and, I don't know. He like says, uh, I can't wait to celebrate. Come on, pretty mama, let's pollinate. <laughs> or maybe it's vice versa anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Off the subject. Yeah. So you, <laughs> w-
0: working on it at the moment, I know you just got done with this whole Alice in Wonderland Thing at work, oh, yeah.
1: Um, so my my latest venture is um, starting to get into more. I guess you would call it sculpture. Um, it's two dimensional um, sculpture, or more so uh, like building theater sets and such. Um, we had a Alice in Wonderland party for a, a girl's birthday and they came to me and wanted me to build some, they'd seen my artwork and wanted me to do some stuff for them, so I built a few of the characters from the Disney movie and put my own little spin on it and um, had some, uh, actually little Rain Band played at the party. Uh, Oh, okay. They did did a really good job. Yeah, I saw the
0: pictures of that, that's right.
1: They did, um, they played the party and then they had a couple of DJs. at the last Cucaraco Festival up at Horsepins 40, the mm-hmm. they had a, a wooden sculpture of a geosphere with LED lights that was synced to the music. Cool. Um, it's like 10-foot geosphere. The guy that built it, Thomas Bolton, he's uh, from Los Angeles but currently in Birmingham. Huh. Um, he is also a DJ so he, he builds these LED sculptures and such and then he also uses them for his DJ, DJ sets. He Builds light suits for his set that syncs with the music, like a vest with lights and stuff. And uh, him and his wife do this. Um, but the um, the party was a mix between Little Rain Band and him DJing, and then um, DJ Lee Jay from Birmingham. He does uh, Sweet Science Radio. He was also a DJ in between the Little Rain Band set. Okay. So it was really cool, but uh, it was just a conscious, you know, event. Um, definitely the strangest birthday party I've ever <laughs> been to. Yeah. But we had, you know, videographers that mapped out uh, some um, different sculptures and stuff. They like mapped their projectors to them. So they were like moving with the sculptures. And it was a really visually and. It was a, an amazing birthday it party. It looked amazing. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, we had pictures. we had girls behind curtains, like dancing with silhouettes, and we built a little. We turned a room into a furry, furry palace, and we called it the Rabbit Hole. Yeah. And then, like all the, all the food and everything was really eccentric. We had like little birthday cakes that said "Eat Me" on it, like from the movie. Yeah. And these oversized flowers everywhere, and. Well, in that one picture you showed me, of the
0: giant caterpillar with smoke coming out of its yeah, mouth. Yeah,
1: I call I called him Conrad. He's been Conrad to me since I built him, with <laughs> Conrad the caterpillar. But uh, yeah, so built the the caterpillar from the movie. He says, "Who are you?" In the movie, uh, and he's blowing out the smoke. Who yeah. are you? Well, we put a smoke machine behind him, so he's blowing smoke out of his mouth here and there throughout the party. But and you built. Yeah, I built all these. You built the
0: whole. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: I built everything. Was like, it wood? Yeah, I used wood and like cut out the rough shapes and then painted them, spray painted them first just to um, cover my surface area yeah. to like get a better visual of what I was trying to do and then refined it with paint brushes. But um, I don't know. It was really cool and it really pushed me out of the. I guess they say you should think outside the box because I always paint on square canvases and it's just a big box, you know. Yeah. But it really pushed me out of the box. And I was like, well, this was just as easy for me as, you know, doing a painting. Yeah. Same thought process goes into it. It's just I'm utilizing two of my things that I do instead of splitting them apart. And so it got me thinking. And the guys that threw on the party or put the party together... Um, they were really, you know, it was a conscious effort between a lot of people that made the party happen, Yeah. but hindsight of the party is like, let's, you know, do some more of these, so we're kind of teaming up and going to try to work with a couple of like, Cucaraco Festival. We're going to try to work with them and do some, um, create some sort of area at Cucaraco that kind of has the same spirit as that party did, not necessarily... Alice in Wonderland theme, yeah. but we're, you know, thinking on different ideas. One idea is um, uh, kind of like a spin off of Pink Floyd and The Wizard of Oz. You know, they they synced up the Wizard of Oz with Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. And so we're kinda of trying to think on that like that would maybe be cool. Dark Side of the Oz or something. Yeah. Party. I don't know. Um, but different stuff like that just to create aside from music and you know, social behaviors of the modern world, which is quite strange. Yeah. Uh, to put in another element of creating a visual. Is that gonna be this
0: coming Kukuraka? Uh
1: yeah, we're gonna have well, tentatively we're gonna have a big handmade circus tent. Not not circus tent, but a good old fashioned hippie hut of yeah. sorts what we're going to try sorry to put together sorry for the sound of Layla drinking yeah she's a thirsty lady <laughs> um, but so we're going to try to create some sort of tent environment that basically um, like an opium den without the opium <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I doubt it <laughs> <laughs> and that's uh, not for me uh, I'm more of, I like coffee as you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I if think, I could I ever get it, this, this podcast sponsored, I'm looking for coffee sponsors. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would say that Rand deserves a coffee sponsor as much as I do. If any, if I know anybody that drinks coffee, it's yeah. Rand some Love me some coffee. <laughs> it's got to be good, though. But, no, so we got that going on. Um, it's very early stages, like two weeks in the talking matter, nothing Solidify. Actually, had our first meeting today about it, Um, and then other than that, I'm gonna uh, try to focus more on refining the things that I do musically and art-wise. Because you know, the last four years, I've most of my creative energy is not all of it, but a good portion of it went towards y'all's band, and you know. It but, takes up a lot of time, for sure. Yeah, I mean, thinking of the same poster fifty-four different ways.
0: <laughs> well, and just the that and those out-of-town shows and
1: yeah, being. I on I mean, the road you were you were not only
0: the artist. I mean, you were kind of our manager at the same time. Yeah, you know, we, stage manager. You were whatever I would you say. needed to be yeah. when you needed to be mm-hmm. it, most of the time. Um, uh, but. Yeah, I mean, going back to what you said about having to go outside of the box, you know, I guess that was just part of the course for you. you know? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was, um, I learned a lot from the band. I, You know, I'd never done that. I've always been hugely influenced by music, and, you know, I've seen...
0: And you're a songwriter. A lot
1: of concerts, and, yeah, I mean, I play music. I've never been a stage musician, yeah. just more for personal, uh, I don't know, strengths or uh, ways to escape Mm -hmm. legally, you know? (laughs) So, uh, I don't know, I love music and to be involved with the background of it. And, you know, it changed my perception of your band as well, like getting to know all y'all and how y'all work together off the stage.
0: Yeah.
1: Or don't work together. <laughs> or don't work together off cases. the stage. Everybody has a day. There was a couple of days I didn't want to talk to any yeah. of you. But everybody has that day and us st- to you know, still love at the end of the night. I don't I don't think I've ever been mad at you before a show and after a show.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> if I was mad at you before a show, yeah. I was definitely not at the end of the show. Yeah. So that was always a positive. Yeah. That's the and I think that's how you know all y'all were with each other. You know? Pretty much. That's like with any relationship. It's like that makeup sex. That's, that's what y'all was sex to was the stage. Yeah.
0: That's how I feel about the band afterwards. Where it was like, well, we finally got a divorce, but man, the sex was good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very much so. That's why I stuck around for all the bullshit for four years. Yeah. <laughs> the Sex was great. Uh, oh no uh, yeah I don't know man I you know I learned from the band um, not only how to try to communicate with five people, five other people, five crazy other people that I, other than myself because I'm quite crazy um, but also you know I learned a little bit of sound quality, um, mixing a little bit.
0: Yeah, you did. You Um, kind of filled in as a sound guy from time to time.
1: Yeah, I learned some lights, um, stage setup, how to utilize a stage, Um, a lot of different stuff. I don't know. Um, How to talk to people professionally, um, how to deal with guys that want to come in and pull the plug on you in their coffee shop. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm sorry for blowing up on that guy, but I had to. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, you know, I don't remember
0: you blowing up on them, but I definitely remember just the, what the fuck, (laughs) (laughs) what happened to our sound? Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's nice to have people like you around, though. You know, sometimes you need someone to get your back.
1: Yeah. I was mad. Yeah. (laughs) Pulled the plug on like $10,000 worth of power equipment. Mm, Yeah. He said, "I'm trying to run a business." I said, "So am I." Yeah, this is my business. Real. (laughs) Anyways, no, Um, and I don't know. There's so many good times in that band. So many nights I've seen y'all more than I've seen widespread panic. That's (laughs) that's a lot. That's something for you. Yeah, (laughs) I told somebody the other day. They were like. they're like, "Do you really, you know, are you upset about it? The, you know, the band going different ways?" I was like, "I don't know that I'm upset about it, but I've seen a lot of their concerts." Yeah. And that's saying something because there's only about two or three bands on this planet that I'm willing to spend my money and time on, and you are one of them. Well, thank you.
0: So, yeah, but I, yeah, I feel the same way as far as the you know, at first it was, you know, any, anytime something new is happening, it can be exciting. But yeah, once it all sank in, I was definitely pretty bummed out. I mean, you hate to see, it's like in your relationship, when it comes to an end, you immediately reminisce about all the good times and everything, but uh, that only means it was good, it, it was time well spent, you yeah. know, so I'm, uh, I'm happy. Everything happened like it did and mm-hmm. good things for the future. Uh, I did want to get your pick. as You know, I'm trying to, I don't know what the, if anybody is listening, <laughs> I don't know what this thing is. I don't know what it's going to turn into. I wanted it to just be a new way to, to be able to put out some music, uh, but I thought a good way to start would be to have a lot of the music that I liked from festival expressions that we never got the chance to publish in any way. Uh, and Drew was really connected with the band but has a lot going on too so I thought he'd be interesting to hear from uh, real quick while I'm thinking of it for anybody listening that is interested in getting connected with you how can they
1: reach you as far
0: as social um, media
1: right now uh, you can get me through my Facebook page or Instagram account it's um, Drew Lormond uh, also through festival expressions website still currently okay could,
0: yeah you can
1: get me through there
0: yeah <laughs> Still
1: linked into my phone there you go. so uh, there's always that uh, the gmail account festival expressions um, I don't want to forget for the that. recent future anyways
0: yeah. I can put that uh, I'll put as much detail as I can in the the show notes in the description for you cool. so people can I'll look just it plug it my
1: link you know I'm trying trying to do my thing but at the same time I'm not necessarily hoping to get a website for myself and the Yeah. I, I like the word of mouth kind of stuff. I yeah. feel like it, I if I can talk to somebody about it then I feel like I am way ahead of somebody sending me an email or Yeah. just come out, you know, if you want to talk to me come out on the town, you're bound to run into me. I'm a funny looking guy. <laughs> Short, probably wearing denim. Yeah. You know? Um, got a pretty girl next to me most of the time. Um, and um, Anyways.
0: So, yeah. Uh, I wanted it to be mostly about music for the most part, but, you know, it can be about whatever. But since you were so connected to the band, uh, I thought you might have some picks as far as uh, some... You know, songs or ideas that you think other people might enjoy hearing. Uh, we were going to do a different episode for this first one. Uh, and I know we had Come On You Down and stuff like that on there, but were there any other specific ones that you liked that you want people to hear?
1: Uh, songs that I would like people to hear that they have not heard. Well, let's see. What did in your first podcast, you had Josh on there with. Uh, yeah. You had Cushion on there, didn't you? hmm Cushion would have been a pick, Um, but that's fair. There is a
0: studio version of Cushion that I wanted to put on that podcast, though, because I thought it sounded pretty... I mean, there's a couple of mistakes. That's why we didn't put it out, but...
1: Cushion uh, is a great one. Uh It's been one of my favorites, and... Okay. Oh, do you have a good take of It's Okay?
0: Oh, I don't know. The Um... I mean, there's got to be somewhere we could we can try
1: to find that. Also, that's a um, good one. And I really like Hangman. Hangman's a great one. Mm -hmm. That's on Josh's too, isn't it? It might be. I think it is. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Yeah. the live version from Zydeco.
1: Damn it, Josh! If you're listening, you stole my playlist Thunder. Yeah. (laughs) It's okay though, because you're gonna get lots of thunder and lightning. Out there in the the wet hills of Oregon, actually, I don't think it rains that much there. Not um, in Portland, anyway. Yeah, it
0: doesn't rain as much as other like Seattle. But, yeah, uh, and it apparently it doesn't thunderstorm much.
1: Oh yeah. Well, I retract that statement, Josh. <laughs> if you're listening, you're probably not. Anyways, um, aside from, it's okay. And if you have that good version of cu- or that studio version of cushion, yeah, um,
0: and it can be however I much would you say. Are. I mean, I kind of have some lists here. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got some of my oh
1: and like, Rose from Cafe Forenza. Oh wow, that's that's. I'm gonna play that one. That's a relic. Yeah. Um, I can't speak for the sound quality. I would quality say to the original version of Slowdown. Down. Yeah. What do you mean by original?
0: Not the CD first, version. But yes, like the but demo?
1: The demo of it. With okay. with all the reverb in it. Yeah. Uh, and the delays on it, let Yeah. The first time I heard that, it took me right where I wanted to go and I still love the studio the conversations version of it, but that in particular took me for about 3 months in the car before i ever turned it off or changed cds i've still got that little demo city too it's got uh come on e down on there and yeah it's got hangman and jethro and
0: and we could love lady uh, you know if you uh i mean it i hope people like the songs. so maybe it wouldn't matter to play it again but i do have the the original demo for hangman that was one of the ones that i was wanting people to hear because that's one that i'd like to to still flesh out and Yeah Finish out Alright You know I'm down for that there. Um, um so yeah Slow down Cushion We'll make the list In the show notes Of uh What song is what
1: Yeah Slow down Cushion Uh It's okay If you mm, have yeah, it Yeah it.
0: it's okay <laughs> It's alright It's alright
1: It's alright it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> so that good. was a
0: fun one. We used to do that one a lot into Funky Bitch.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I used to do it a lot at Slice yeah. along, when y'all played behind the trees before mm-hmm. they built that little stage. Yeah. That's my fondest memory of that song is seeing Josh's afro, like back when his hair was real <laughs> yeah. long and he's yeah. back there playing, It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> and all, all I can see is this crepe myrtle right in front of his face and his hair like coming through the branches. Yeah. Oh man, it's so funny. Uh some of the uh, images I have of y'all in my mind. Cuz I was always on the outside, so I, you know, it's yeah. good. Good stuff in my memory. <laughs> um <laughs> well there's some good picks. Uh if you if we
0: think of any more, we'll just add them to the to the list. And like I said, I don't know, you know, this might end up being uh you know, play a song, talk about something, play a song. Uh, but for now, you know, it's uh, we'll just do kind of a free playlist for people of stuff
1: that we think they'd enjoy. From us to you, <laughs> what is the other song like, Lovely Lady? Similar to Lovely Lady. Um, by
0: us. Or by,
1: you. <laughs> by somebody else. Ah, uh, no, by by y'all. It's uh, it was another demo that had that same. It might have been Jethro, actually. I don't know. I'm not sure. There's
0: there's a bunch of recordings we can uh, kind of flip through. I know Kevin had some
1: the piano player
0: Kevin. For anybody listening that doesn't know, Kevin McClure was our piano Kevin player. On the
1: keys. Uh, if you do not know Kevin McClure, you should look up Wardam Smeagle and you will get a little taste (laughs) of the Kevin McClure. That is on YouTube. Okay. Wardam Smeagle.
0: Wardam S M E A G L E? I think so.
1: You can find it YouTube's smart enough to understand what you're trying to say. (laughs) YouTube's not smart. But yeah, that's a taste of Kevin McClure if you ever want one. Cool at the bank vault
0: well I don't want to drag this out too long so anything uh, anything else you want to say to anybody
1: yeah I'd like to know uh, after the gun smoke settles What, what is your plans musically
0: I guess uh, I was you know like I told you I want to be available to help other people do stuff as far as uh, especially production and songwriting uh, but yeah I guess I'd like to put together something I I, I really just I, I want to just start working on a new album and not just by myself but be able to do kind of like what Steely Dan did showcase people yeah just involve all the best musicians that I know and just let it be all about the music and just try to put together some of the best music that I can possibly do. Um, you know, like with, with anything that anybody does. You know, you always want to try to challenge yourself and kind of outdo yourself. And I'm really proud it's important of, for of growth. what... for Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm proud of what Festival Expressions did, but we had a lot of room to grow compared to, you know, the bands that I would be listening to. Um, in my opinion, at least. So... Yeah, I would like to think I'm gonna try to get paired up with the right people and get some music out there that is... I don't know. I I, I keep thinking of like what, you know, what would be a good way to like combine like blues and electronica or you know, what's, a, what's some sort of a modern fusion that hasn't really been done yet uh, that's some sort of a hybrid of what I'm already listening to and thinking anyway, you know. So, I don't know. I'd like to mess around with some stuff, maybe put out some singles experimentally and just see what people like. I've got a lot of songs written already. I never got the chance to do with the band. So I'd like to start working on those and uh, probably include a couple of the ones like In the Morning and Steam Train and Hangman. Uh and Funky Soul, most likely, uh, and make those available uh, in some form. I don't know if it'll just be in my name or with a new band or what, but yeah, I'm open to a lot of new possibilities. Just want to get some music out there. Keep going. I
1: Good. I hope to see it come through. I don't know, I've always been a, a huge fan of uh, your songwriting and your... Guitar playing and okay. your musicianship in general, but uh, speaking of funky soul, yeah, there is a really refreshing version of a clip of funky soul, yeah, that you played at the beginning of the show, and I want you to play it again because it's really good, yeah, <laughs> yep. the, uh, yeah,
0: the
1: yeah that version the of intro that, that, that makes up that. this intro, <sighs> okay, we can. Uh, so whenever you go into the music for this podcast, mm-hmm. throw that back in there just for fun.
0: Oh yeah, I mean it's it's in there. Yeah, yeah, it should be in there this time, uh, this episode. It's in there.
1: No, oh. I'm saying before you go into the music, play it again to wrap up the oh. interview. Oh, I hear you. Let's po- pop another Coke and get okay. that refreshing, funky soul. Going. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I hear you. Uh, well, I could I could let it run a little bit. I don't think it doesn't have any lyrics recorded, but it's just the uh, the last time that we got together here, and tried to do kind of a a rough take of you know if we were gonna record it, what would it sound like right now? And, uh, so yeah, we'll we'll, well listen that, to the rest of that
1: it. Aggravates me a little bit. <laughs> Gosh, that's okay. Yeah. It's all right, but that's what it's, it's still right. there. It's, it's still
0: there, man. All, I know. We can. It's that's good. why I'm doing this. It's I good. wanna. I wanna remind myself and anybody that cares that you know, there's a lot, still a lot of stuff on the table, uh, and to be frank, a lot of it is some of my ideas. So I'm gonna take them and you know, do something with them. Yeah. Uh, and you're gonna most likely be hearing from Marcus and Kevin. Some of the other guys very soon.
1: Good. Uh, speaking of Marcus and Kevin, I just, you know, want to tell everybody in the band I appreciate y'all putting up with me for four or five years and <laughs> letting me do my own thing. Cause y'all never really put a restraint on me, so that was nice. Oh, thank you. And for... let's thank Marcus's mom for that awesome bagel. Yes. And all the cups of coffee. Marcus
0: O'Neill, the bass player for our band.
1: Leanne O'Neill and... Patrick O'Neill, the 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 father and mother of Marcus O'Neill, mm. are just heaven sent angels.
0: A- angels on earth.
1: Yeah, and right there in Huntsville, Alabama, who'd have known? Hmm. Gosh, <laughs> you go
0: there at three o'clock in the morning after a show are you hungry? I don't really have anything, but I got some chicken wings, and if you want a hamburger, or some uh, some casserole, or <laughs> 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 I don't really have anything.
1: Man. Good people. Yeah. Well.
0: So, so yeah, I guess that's a good place I need to wrap this up. Alright, yeah. so, Funky Soul <laughs> with the uh, with Coca-Cola. <laughs> and, uh, and then we'll hear some music. Uh, we hope you enjoy it. I'll list the the song names and details of everything we talked about in the, the show notes and details. Drew, thanks for coming over. Yeah. Uh, look up. Thanks for having me. Drew Lormand on Facebook is probably the best way to check out some of his artwork and furniture. He just posted some pictures of that one piece of furniture that I was saying. I he, he sent me a picture, and I thought it was an oil painting. And he had to show me different angles to prove that it was not an oil painting. It was a piece of
1: furniture that he built. Uh, <laughs> Somebody told me it belonged in a gay vampire's living room. And I was like, well, are you telling me you want that in your living room? living room? A gay vampire's living room? I'll deliver it tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh... That was a fun piece of furniture to build. That's,
0: that guy would be fun to hang out with. Yeah,
1: he's, he's a character. Okay, vampire. His name is Bad Bad Sidney Brown. <laughs> That's what I call him anyway. Right. He's a co-worker of mine. Anyways, well, I appreciate you having me. Yeah, man. Thank you. Let's go smoke a cigarette, or I'm going to. Absolutely.
0: That's how we'll end every podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all go smoke a cigarette. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, if you're listening Uh, There'll be a lot more to come. I'm going to put together some new music, some stuff you haven't heard, and you'll hear from me soon. Drew, thanks again. Love you. Love you, too. Talk to you soon. Bye. everybody. I just wanted to take a second and say thank you. Thank you very much for listening. Please do subscribe. It really does help me out. Uh, This Thursday, I'm going to have kind of a special bonus episode with my good friend, Matt Motes. I'm calling it the Stoned Cold Edition. Uh, I figured Thursdays might be good for kind of extra material. It was the original kind of test episode that I actually did for the podcast and I had a really good time doing it so i thought it would be fun to let you guys hear and check it out and he's got some really good songs that he wrote actually so i'm excited to let everybody hear them we made some demos together uh that i had a lot of fun doing anyway back to the music today uh you know it's for the first couple, it's kind of festival expressions related, obviously. Uh, the next few episodes, I'm going to steer away from that a little bit and start focusing on just new music all around. Uh, original music, not other people's music. Uh, unless they're here and they want to play with me or do something, you know. Anyway, so for right now, you're going to hear Slowdown, the original demo version that we had of Slowdown. Marcus actually made up the bass Originally, and then I think it was me and Marcus and Kevin, or me and Mike and Kevin, I'm sorry. It was probably all four of us, but uh, we used kind of a drum MIDI track thing and uh, had some fun kind of throwing together a demo several years back. And the original demo sounded pretty cool. Um, It's one of the ones that Drew referenced, along with It's All Right, which you're going to hear immediately afterwards. And that's a live version from The Bear Trap in Tuscaloosa where we go straight into Funky Bitch, uh, which is like a cover song, but Mike was really into Fish, so we we were doing that song. Although I don't think they wrote that. It's, uh, I can't remember who originally wrote it, but Fish is covering it as well. Anyway, so here is Slow Down, followed by It's Alright into Funky Bitch.
1: this next one you might not but i'll tell you that uh you know
2: it's all right it's all right say what it's all right hold up it's all right 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 mom I'm so right say what it's all right it's all right hold up it's all right it's all right it's all right it's all right I be so right say what it's all right it's all right so right about it, so right, so right, so so right, so right, so right, so so
0: Was kind of jammy, but I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I actually have a few more songs queued up. I'll just let these play. I really hope you enjoyed the episode. Again, don't forget about Thursday's uh, extra episode. Otherwise, I'll see you next Tuesday. This is Hangman followed by Come On E Down. That's Come On E Down. I don't know what it means. Uh, They're both songs that I pretty much wrote, and this is my incarnation of whatever demo came together. Uh, The second one is a little weird, but I was real into Paul Simon at the time, so that's where that came from. But uh, the first one's Hangman. It's the demo I threw together. Uh, These are basically what the band heard after I came over and said, hey, I I have a new song. So, I hope you enjoy it. Once again, uh, I'll I'll let it play. I almost forgot. I'm going to finish it with a live in-the-studio kind of version that we did of Cushion that had a pretty good sound quality. It's an instrumental that Festival Expressions wrote. Kevin, the keyboard player, he was kind of the main guy behind that. So I'll let the music play and shut up. I love you guys. Thanks for listening.
2: Come on and Come on and come on down, down. Come on and come on Grab your lover and spin and up, come on Come on come on Come on and come on Come on come on down,